1: who has spent over 16 years in the personal finance space as VP, CIO, and COO COO as well. And he learned at age of 25 how to handle money, which is is crazy because I didn't know what money is. (laughs) But he created his uh, own millionaire plan. He accomplished his goal of becoming a millionaire by age 40. I wish I would have done that. But I am looking forward to this episode because we are going to dissect cryptos. So welcome, Tony. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Alpesh. Absolutely. So, Tony, as you and I were chatting right before the podcast, I am big uh, in uh, real estate as well as cryptocurrency or blockchain uh, uh, are my passion right i i always want to learn more about what blockchain can do for us right so this would be a very interesting episode but before the we get started tell us something funny or strange about yourself funny or strange about myself wow there's
0: a lot you can cover a lot of stuff there um funny or strange well i've got six kids that's that's strange right yes
1: that's tough i got two (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think the funny thing about that is I started learning about money when I was 25, but now I'm faced with trying to teach my kids about money. Yes, And it's, it's a very interesting thing because I, di- I didn't have anybody to mentor me. And so I'm trying to then figure out how to mentor my children. You're right. Cause we, we model what we've learned. Yep. And uh, so I'm having to figure that out for the first time. So I just started last year during COVID to teach my kids about investing. They know about being frugal and thrifty, you know, because I, I worked for Dave Ramsey for years. Oh, but, really? Oh, yeah, wow, for okay. 50, spent fifteen years with Dave, helped him build his company up to about one hundred twenty-five million, and um, but yeah, but now I'm facing my kids, so now I'm having to go, hey, you know, I need to teach my kids about wealth and abundance, not just about managing debt and staying out of debt, you know, and that's that's a that's a a, a challenge.
1: It's a challenge. Tell me about it. So I'm glad that you brought that up because same thing. Last year, I started teaching my kids about money and investing as well. And now every day, both of my daughters ask me every day, what's the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum today?
0: <laughs> That's good. That's a good sign. It's progress. It's progress. Yeah, At
1: least they understand. <laughs> yeah. But yeah I, w- I would love to pick your brain about it. On So yeah, one of those days. <laughs> What was your very first investment, like stocks? You know, I, real honestly, uh,
0: I won't remember the very first one. I remember the first set of them. My guess is it was one of three stocks that I started buying, and this was back during the the digital boom, right? So, um, I was trading stocks between Intel, Cyrix, uh, and AMD because we were mm. involved in the chip wars in the night yes, in the nineteen nineties. That was the, that time, was the chip yes. wars. Yeah, so I was basically every year. I would flip between those stocks based on which one had the fastest chip coming out, and I would look at when the chip was coming out and was going to be adopted by the market. And so I would buy probably three to four, maybe six months before the chip came out. And like clockwork, when that chip came out, you would see about a 60 to 90% spike in their stock prices. And then when they're when they were no longer the fastest chip, when the next guy came out, you know, Sirix got leapfrogged by AMD.
1: Right. Uh, right. AMD,
0: same thing would happen to AMD, and it was it was like clockwork. It just and I worked mm. that series, and you know I wasn't working with tens of thousands of dollars. I was a 25 year old guy learning right. how to invest for the first time. You know, getting moving in the right direction. So I was only working like you know 500 to thousand dollars trading around, but I was able to make 60 uh, to 90 percent returns on most of my money within that's, about six that's to amazing. nine months. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and didn't know anything. That's the that's yeah, the interesting that's, thing. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know anything, and I was I was making money. And uh, and uh, then I went to uh, work for a uh, Mr. Ramsey, and uh, you know he has a different investing philosophy. He's not quite as aggressive, not quite nope. as. You know, um, you know, do not a just safe. He I think he just
1: well, that's money. not true.
0: He does. He's got a great business, uh, great I'm salesman. Yeah, and he's uh, mostly into, uh, to from what I know, uh, real estate and
1: uh, yeah. mutual funds, which is the real estate. You can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. I love it's real safe, estate. safe, and
0: and I think that's good for most people. You yes. know, play it safe if you don't know what you're doing. But uh, I, I believe in uh, teaching people to figure things out and to develop better systems. So, but yeah, that's what I did. And I spent about 15 years doing uh, mutual funds. And now after leaving uh, Dave's in 2016, I'm getting into all this risky stuff, which is, you know, a lot of fun. And you learn a little bit, you win a few, you lose a few. It's, it's okay. It all yep. washes out. Yep.
1: So uh, how did you get started with cryptocurrency then? Working with Dave Ramsey to investing in Bitcoin, <laughs> that's, that's like extreme, <laughs> you know,
0: I got. Yeah. I, so I think I got to tell you a little bit more about that, because uh, I was leading the technology team at Dave's company and we had a young man in there that worked for me that was pushing Bitcoin really, really hard back I in see. like 2011. And I still remember the, the discussions going around the office, you know, how Dave was calling it a scam or, you know, what are you talking about, uh, vol- you know, uh, fluctuating currency and all this stuff like that. And uh, back then, Bitcoin, I think, was around 30 cents oh, wow. uh, a coin. And this is 2011 now. Yeah. So, I, and I did the I did the math on that, right? So, if you did ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin, like in 2011, you'd have close to like 150 million dollars now. Right. Uh. And so, you, you know, that's the thing is like, and so for me, I was in leadership, and we were expected to adopt you know, the company policies and things like that. And so I was kind of like, ah, I'm not gonna mess with Bitcoin. I'm not doing anything. I'm just playing it safe. Just stay focused on the business. Right. And then when I left Dave's I, and I had picked up, I'd been to a conference during that time when I worked there and I had picked up a Bitcoin magazine. It's, I don't remember the conference I was at probably a web 2.0 conference. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a Bitcoin magazine. I may even still have it in one of my boxes.
1: It uh, may be worth a lot of money. It might be if I can find it.
0: But uh, yeah, and it black black cover magazine, Bitcoin, you know, on the front of it. And uh, and I said, I probably ought to know something about this. And that was probably maybe 2014, 13, 14, something like that. And I'm like, I probably should know something about that. I don't know that I ever opened that magazine, honestly. And then uh, after leaving days, uh, I started getting into crypto in the tail end of 2017, right before that big bull run up to 20 grand when, when Bitcoin yes. crossed over. And I probably dumped... Hundred fifty, hundred sixty thousand dollars into the market. Right, right. A little bit before it happened, I got Bitcoin at about sixty five hundred. Got Ethereum. I had about hundred sixty Ethereum. Uh, you know, a few Bitcoin. I did pretty well. And uh, you know, due to certain things, I sold off a lot of that. But but yes. I, I I but but again, that was only like about five percent of my portfolio at that yeah. time. Right. So you know, and I think that's the big thing is you know you can play. I believe in playing with new investments and stuff, especially stuff that's hot. When you look at people like Michael Saylor, Robert Kiyosaki, yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, these guys, these guys, uh, even uh, Elon Musk. I mean, all you yeah. gotta do is listen to these guys. They know what's coming down the pike, Yeah. Um, you know, and and get in on it and mess around with it. You know, it's going to have a wild ride because it's new developing technology. I mean, you know, te- the tech world did that, right? So you saw yes. uh, yeah, Amazon, Microsoft. People. Yeah, it was, and it it was it was up, it was down, it was up. It it's went it's a roller coaster ride. When,
1: yeah. when it's something new, it's this is like dot com all over again. You are going yeah. to have a wild ride, and you you have to expect that. On top of that, it's a liquid investment, right? When you can trade something twenty four seven, it's going to be even more volatile. Yeah. Right. Because it's new, and you can you know you can be in front of a computer or on or you know on your phone now. Right. Before you had to be in front of a computer or call your broker right mm-hmm. in 90s and uh, late, late, early 2000s right now you yep. can be on your phone and buy or sell bitcoin so it's already volatile on top of that just that liquidity portion is, is it's, not, it's not helping but yeah. it's interesting so today we are recording uh, and today fa- it went to forty grand, which is uh, I-, I didn't think it will go, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna go. I, when it get, when it hit sixty something thousand dollars, some of
0: my clients and I were talking. I'm like, I said, watch it. It's gonna drop between twenty and forty thousand off at sixty thousand peak, and it dropped to twenty eight. Yeah. And uh, so I was right. It hit twenty eight, and then it rebounded. And my personal opinion is, you won't like. I was probably a little surprised it dropped below forty thousand the second time, but I yes. think the floor—I think the floor on it is probably about where it's at right now, 35, 40. Yes. and and the reason I believe that compared to you know two thousand eighteen when it hit twenty and then dropped to you know, I think it dropped as low as thirty-one hundred dollars yes. over the last year. less years. than
1: four thousand. Yep.
0: And uh, the reason you won't see that happen again, and it happened then, is because you have uh, uh, institutional investors yes. involved now. Before it was always, you know, small
1: potatoes, Just small retail investors.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I did the I did the numbers. Uh, it's kind of interesting uh, when I went back, and I and I have to remember this, but I looked at the number, the the projected number of uh, crypto investors, like when I got back in, in 2017. Because some people think, hey, is it too late? Have I missed the boat? And the reality is, yeah, you missed the boat. But guess what? There's another boat leaving the station. Like, get on the the next boat.
1: It's so volatile. Uh, This is the same question all of my friends ask me. Oh, can I invest now? I'm like, this thing is so volatile. You are going to get like 10 chances every year.
0: Yeah, and you you if watch you it. then
1: don't do it then <laughs> I can't help you. Just just yeah. <laughs>
0: and so um and and that's why that's what shifted between and you know this as well as I do. 2018 it was all stay at home people. Now you got like big money coming into it. Yes. Uh you know, you got a uh, Peter Thiel, I don't remember how much he's got invested in it right now, but I know at one point he had like what 100 million dollars yeah. they bought or a billion dollars in in Bitcoin. Uh Michael Saylor's got like 6 billion in it.
1: Oh, yeah. Michael uh, yeah, Saylor just bought it, and now he's talking about, uh, I was just today, I was reading, he's, he's trying to figure out how he can buy more Bitcoin. So now he's going to, you know, work like a DeFi. He's going to loan his Bitcoin, get money, and then buy more Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, he's going, yeah, and, and <laughs> you know, I think there's a fundamental flaw with that, because some guys are like Bitcoin only, yes. and that's just not good investing no. uh, principles, right? Um, you don't really know what's gonna wash out in the long term. Yes. Um, you know, Yahoo was the big dog, Google came along, usurped Yahoo. You would have thought yeah. Yahoo's it.
1: Yeah, no, OL. Remember the OL? Same thing. Yeah, same thing.
0: You don't. You just don't know. So you've got. You still got to practice good investing. Yes. Um. Uh, you know, principles, diversify, spread it out. Yeah. You might. If Bitcoin is the big one, maybe you miss a little bit of profit, but you still make profit. That's the thing. Right. You know, you're gonna make money on it. Uh. You know, regardless. You know, I'm I'm in pretty deep on a couple of new ones that have come out. A uh, tail coin. A buddy of mine got into it at point zero zero one. Uh, and I, I, and then he talked to me, he told me about three months after he bought it. I'm like, what are you doing? You're not giving me your secrets. And I bought in at like maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a half. Maybe it's a nickel or something. I forget. Three cents a nickel. Now it's down to like six tenths of a penny. But they're they're just now ramping up their marketing. Yeah. And they're pretty solid. They've done the yeah, homework. Yeah, I heard about.
1: Uh, I researched tail coin. but I mean, I've got
0: I've got two million oh. tail coins. So if it hits a buck, I got two million dollars, man.
1: Yes, um, and that's and what it is. <laughs> yeah, just
0: you buy it when you can, and this stuff, you know, you just got to take a little bit of risk. I think the crazy thing right now, when I talk to people, is there's so much opportunity. I think you would be stupid not to take the chance. No,
1: I agree. I agree. And, and and so you're right. There are so many opportunities. When we got started, we had only Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin to choose from, right? So not only just from coin perspective, you got more than thousand coins, but you also got NFTs, you got Metaverse lands. you got you can, if you don't want to touch cryptos, you can invest in MSTR, MicroStrategy, or Marathon Digital or Riot blockchain. To square block paper Robinhood like you have so many options even if you just want to dip your toes in cryptos right so mm-hmm. uh, so there are so, so one question now I have is because you spoke about how crypto can fit into your financial plan so can you tell us how yeah
0: so I'm I'm, I'm mostly in real estate right now about ninety probably ninety percent in real estate I've got like maybe five percent in a VC fund and then uh, you know some silver gold. And then about 5% or more in uh, crypto right now. I had to liquidate, unfortunately, because of financial needs. I had to liquidate a lot of the crypto I bought in 2018. I held on to my Cardano, which was awesome. Uh, you know, I bought Cardano at like 10 cents and held it about 80,000 Cardano um, until recently. You know, I think I sold some at a dollar. That's uh, good. And turn, yeah, it turned 4,000 into 40,000. Here's the yep. thing. You can't do that in your lifetime in a mutual fund. No, like you, you can't get the you can't those you can't get those returns in a lifetime. So you, you can't get those returns
1: anywhere now, and that's this is what I call it as asymmetric risk. Taking an asymmetric risk, putting as you said four thousand and turning it into forty grand or even four hundred grand, right? Yeah. So that's the asymmetric risk. Do you care? So you have to figure out. How, as you said, how your portfolio looks like? For me, my portfolio is about 50 to 60 percent real estate. Of course, real estate is the biggest part of my portfolio. The stocks are there, which I don't manage. My fund manager does, and then I manage my crypto investment, which is now close to 15 percent, uh, which I don't recommend for a lot of people. I say that if you are starting between one to five percent, but but I know that I can sleep well if I lose out of that 15% if I lose half of that, right? So you have to figure out what your risk tolerance is, right? But if you are okay to lose that a grand or four grand and not lose, lose slip over it, then then keep it for five, 10 years, put it in the right coins and you never know. <laughs> yeah, well, i tell you when I when I talk to people now and I try to wake them up to
0: crypto and it's, it's difficult because you can't get somebody to, to plug into crypto that's not in it and you can't do it in the one hour conversation. Nope. You can't do it in a, in a three hour conversation. You have to do it. All you can do is to get them interested and say, Hey, you need to keep learning about this. But when I talked to them last year, uh, some people, I, what I was starting to recommend and say, Hey, consider, this is not advice. This is what I'm doing and doing is like, look at your age. Like if you're yes. in your thirties, if you're in your forties, what would it look like if you took all of your investment money for six months Yeah. and go, for 6 months I'm only going to invest in crypto.
1: Right, just The risk is
0: the risk if you look at it in a lifetime, yeah, and not in a dollar value.
1: Correct.
0: Your, your 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 risk is extremely low because then you're going, "Hey, it's you know, if you focus on, oh, it's 5 grand, I might lose 5 grand." You go, "Look, it's it's 6 months. What's yeah, six what's months. 5
1: grand worth over 40 years?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
0: a great example, like here's a thing too that may help some of your listeners. You know, and I tell my guys, my future millionaires that listen to the, the Millionaire Choice podcast, is um, look at self directed IRAs. Yes. If you if you could get a, a ten thousand dollar, if you had put a ten thousand dollar Bitcoin investment in in two thousand ten, it would be $150 hundred and fifty million today, tax free. Yes. Do you, what, the power of what you can do with that, and and, and here's the thing people don't understand, I think, when they go, hey, the ship, right, so the ship, yeah, I missed the ship that left in 2011, I missed the $3,100 ship that was like 2018, 2019, do I want to miss the 2022 ship, you know, Bitcoin's at 38, I personally don't think it's going to drop below 30, I'd be surprised if it goes below 35, that's my own personal opinion, I may be wrong, but. When you look at that and you go, the power of that exponential growth, not just in Bitcoin, but in some of these other coins yes. that are coming out, uh, and you stick that inside of your Roth, you know, you can put, you know, if you, you're married, you got a spouse, $5,500 um, or $6,000 or whatever the number is today that you can put into crypto because you have like, uh, I think it's called iTrust Capital. Uh, they do self-directed. Oh, I, uh, I have a
1: lot of them as well. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: So I always, and now I still have to do some of this too, uh, myself because I've got some VC uh, self-directed Roth IRA. I don't have any crypto in my self-directed Roth IRA, but that's something I'm working on even for my children. I mean, I've got a 21-year-old and 18-year-old son. Oh, I'm wow. Like,
1: okay. That's perfect like, timing. Like, you got to, well, yeah.
0: Well, as a parent, you asked me about this. I'm like, yeah. All, you do, all you have to do for a kid is your kid has to collect a W-2 and then you can gift them the same amount of money mm-hmm. that they earn. And they can just take that and stick yeah, it in. Yeah, we are, we are we're already doing
1: that. Yeah. So what we did, my daughter's work for me, they got paid last year and I'm I'm putting the out. They got paid about eight to 10 grand each. And out of that six grand is going to their Roth IRA. Yeah. I, so I mean, you just made two millionaires. The exactly. they, they may be millionaires. How old are they? Uh, <laughs> nine and
0: twelve. The millionaires by twenty-five. I hope so. Multi <laughs> multi millionaires by age twenty-five, right there. Oh, That's you know. what I'm trying to do right now with my no, kids. I'm like, awesome. how can I, how can I have six kids that are all millionaires yes, by ooh, age twenty-five? Yeah.
1: Wow. Now so, I may it, not let them
0: have the money, but I'm just say, hey, it's there. That's
1: that's but, that's 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 great. So <laughs> what I did also exactly what you said. So when we started our Bitcoin mining funds, first fund. I converted my self-directed IRA from traditional to Roth. I took the hit on the taxes and I put 30 grand of my own money in my fund, Roth IRA, and I'm not going to look at it. I don't care what it does. I'm just going to check after I turn 60 and I, I'll be fine. And after I did that and I spoke about it to all my friends and investors, I would say about 10% of my investors in four different funds have used either traditional or Roth IRA to invest in the Bitcoin mining fund.
0: Yeah, I think that's genius. I think now the thing I do believe now, you didn't ask me this question, but I'll just be honest with you, like, I'm still a big believer that you have uh, these artificial wealth models. Uh, I think the stock market is the artificial wealth. Yes. Uh, you know, it's not the, the, there's not that much money in the system. You know, I just saw a, a presentation the other day. Something came out about Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg lost lost $29 billion on yeah, paper. Yeah,
1: $200 billion wiped out, right? That's what they yeah. said, the largest it's in the real, history. Where, where was it? <laughs>
0: it's not real money, though. It's not real money. So real wealth for thousands of years across all generations, across dynasties, across empires, has always been real estate, real estate. land, gold, silver, oh, yeah. and business. Owning your own business. Oh, yeah, I agree. Those business. those three things, no matter what situation you're in, communist regime, Doesn't capitalism, imagine. those three are going to be, the, the that's real wealth. And so when, even when I look at my crypto, you know, let's say it builds up to a $10 million portfolio. I'm going to parse some, I'm going to be willing yes. to parse some of that out to convert it from what I would call this artificial
1: wealth into, into the real, real wealth. wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to put money in the tangible assets, right? And I yes. agree. So I have another question. Are Do you think cryptos are for everyone? I think,
0: yeah, I I do believe that. I believe at different levels though, right? So like somebody who's getting started, <clears throat> You know, I, I think I might have been a little aggressive jumping in with you know 150 grand with how much I actually knew, but I'm a little bit of a risk taker. Yeah. Um, that that portfolio I built, my wife still has it laid out on her phone. She she just started buying crypto this uh, last year, by the way. She started buying her own because uh, before I was the only purchaser of it. Now she buys her own stuff. Um, but that portfolio uh, would have turned it if I would have kept it, it would have been over a million dollar portfolio. So right. you're talking about 150 grand, which would have been sitting on about 1.5 to two right. million right now
1: right but I had I had to liquidate <laughs>
0: it and then now I'm back in again. but i'm I'm in with you know a fraction of what I had. Right, you know, three years ago, and it's not because I wanted to do that. It's because I, you know, financial had some financial needs in the family, yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's what that's what finance is all about. You yeah, gotta yeah, you got to it manage. Play yeah, you got to manage it. Yeah. So, uh, but I do believe it's for everybody, but at different levels. Right. Um, you know, I don't day trade my crypto. I don't even swing trade my crypto. I've only made, I think, uh, maybe two swing trades in my crypto. I'm a. I've been a hodler for the right. most part. Um, but, and, and part of that's because I spent 15 years with a, a mutual fund mindset and I'm still, you know, I'm still knocking the rust off, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back to where I was my investment strategies, uh, in my twenties, where I was doing swing trading of tech stocks, you know, I made money doing that and, uh, I'm trying to reprogram my brain back. so I think what people have to do is shift their mindset. And then listen to shows like yours and keep expanding their mind. Right. I call it get money smart and uh, getting money smarts a lifetime thing. Right. You don't just read one book. Don't just read, nope. you know, Dave Ramsey's "Told Money Makeover or Tony Bradshaw's Millionaire Choice yeah. or Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor, Dad, Poor Dad. You Just keep expanding. And, uh, you know, whether you're doing swing trading, day trading or whatever. Uh, you know, that's what you need to do. And just invest at the level that you have competency. That's the best, the best suggestion I
1: can give. No, that's a, that's a great idea. And also some great advice right there. I also don't, a lot of people ask me, oh, Bitcoin dropped, Bitcoin went up. What are you doing? I'm like, nothing. It does not change my mindset or mentality that it dropped. Do I need to now start selling? It's going up. What do I need to do? I'm like, I buy whenever I want to. I have, a, my, I, I have a setup, right? And especially now that we mine Bitcoin, I don't even buy Bitcoin or Ethereum because I'm, I'm producing Bitcoin for myself. So I'm more focused on the altcoins. And I look at Solana to Terra Luna, Avalanche, Phantom, and I just follow those coins and, and make sure that I'm buying, uh, I'm doing dollar cost averaging, right? DCA. So, so that's the key. Sometimes I may do short-term trade, but uh, most of the time I don't and and you just mentioned about 150 grand to a million. Oh, man i i had um, i had i had 5 bitcoin at 400 bucks each and about 20 ethereum i bought at 12 bucks each With both of them i sold in 2016 when they doubled Right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're thinking, you're thinking,
0: you're right. You're thinking, wow, I double my money. I double, yeah, six months. Yeah, well, it's, well, I think that's a good point that you make because under a traditional investment strategy, that's great return. And it was. You should feel really yes. good about that. That's good. That's, you know, it would take you seven years to get that in a mutual fund. But what we don't understand, I think this is something your listeners need to understand, is this is a moment in time that won't exist forever, right? Correct. So, and the, the, really, you have to roll back the clock about 100 years. When you think about it. Like the mm-hmm. time the time we're living in right now, that's the only comparison we have. And let me run through it real quick. Uh, in the 1920s, you had the Great Depression, you uh-huh. had the Spanish flu, you had yeah. a mass vaccination, <laughs> mass vaccination yeah. initiative by the yeah. US government,
1: right? Yes, they were wearing masks. I saw everything to say. Yeah.
0: yeah, getting getting into the conspiracy world a little bit. There are some people that say that you know the spanish flu did not kill 10 million people the spanish flu only killed 6 million people and the vaccines killed 9.4 yeah, million. Yeah. <laughs> true, or, true or not true? Yeah. I don't know. But people are out there. So then you have the IRS, the Federal Reserve and uh Social Security. That that the, the comparison there is you have a an enormous amount of financial restructuring go on within not just the United States but the world. Well, because the world is. Okay. You have the same thing right now. The similarities yes. are amazingly the same and so when you understand that you're going oh new financial system 1920s now you're going 2020s new financial system great reset world economic forum cryptocurrency like it's all the same it's the same playbook in both in a hundred year span and you know i love crypto but I got to be honest with you. A lot of people are going, hey, it's decentralizing. It's decentralizing off the central banks. They're very excited about that. I look at it in a different way, and it's this. Um, you have hundreds of world currencies. You've got the Russian ruble, the peso, yes. the Japanese yen, the Chinese yuan. You know, the uh, Lima, I think, is Argentina. Um, maybe it's not Lima. I forget Lira. what the heck's down Lira, there. But right? You got all these things. What happens with crypto that even though you got lots of different crypto, there's one thing that's that's synonymous between all of them, and that's this. When every form of money in the world exists as a one and a zero, because that's what crypto is. It is the greatest, in my opinion, it is the greatest centralization of money that could ever happen because it all exists as a one and zero, whether it's Ethereum, Bitcoin or whatever, it all exists as a one and zero. And so I'm just a little bit like, "Mm, I think there's a pin that's going to drop, you know, once we get deeper into the system, it's too early to see it. Um, And AI, I think artificial intelligence. Yeah. plays into this in a big way. And we just, we might not see that for years, but anyway, that's my, a little bit of my soapbox, but I'm still hyped up on crypto. I think you've got to embrace the signs of the times and and there's money to be made and and wealth to be made. Absolutely.
1: So I have a couple more questions. JPMC, right. And of course, a lot of the big banks and, and a lot of Ray Dalio to Peter Schiff, they kept saying Bitcoin is a fraud or a scam what did you keep telling yourself when there were so many naysayers? Or maybe when you were talking to your millionaire choice students, what did you keep telling them?
0: Um, I would tell them, just like what I said, you're looking at a financial uh, system being brought in, regardless of what those guys say. Um, I do believe the 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 banks the central banks um man they, there's there's no doubt in my mind they play mind games with people
1: yes the stock oh, markets I, manipulated i exactly know that so every time if you see whenever jp morgan chase said that it's a fraud bitcoin goes down and then they buy it for their high network clients
0: yeah they don't want you they don't want the people that are backing bitcoin you know like you and me to yes. understand that I believe it's because they don't want us to understand that they're actually involved yes. in it at a much deeper level than, than, than is on the surface. Um, and we'll see where that goes. Right. But uh, when you look at, you, you just got to roll the clock back to what 1997, Bill Gates was calling the internet a fad. Yep. You know, and three years later you got Google, you got, you know, uh, Amazon's on the right, like yep. everything, you know, and, and Bill Gates Microsoft planned, is
1: doing all the business on, on net Yeah.
0: It's like, all right. Yeah. It's, you know, play it out, but, but yeah, I think it's here to stay. It's going to keep going. I don't know if you've seen, have you ever seen the 1988 economist magazine with nope. the uh, Phoenix on the front of it? No. Nope. Oh, you should look it up. I, yeah. It's a, I'm, it's I'm too young, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not, well, you, okay, no, you. Uh, you are young. You're uh, 40, 40 something. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that on that, on the cover of that economist magazine is a Phoenix okay. um, and around its neck is a chain with what looks to be you could say it's a cryptocurrency on oh. its neck and under the feet of that bird
1: 1988 now 1988 all the currencies of the world are on fire
0: oh wow fire.
1: wow so that so, was during the around the gulf war right maybe that was the reason huh
0: it no uh-huh. it says world and on there it says digital world currency
1: 2018 oh wow okay i got to no, now, look, it up. Now get look it up so <laughs> now you're going
0: okay that's Third, that's a twenty years before bit. You know, well, if that was nineteen ninety eight, I think it was nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, so out. then
1: it's about twenty years before Bitcoin was uh, created, two thousand nine. Right? Wow.
0: And then now here we are. It took about ten years for it to reach some exactly. Kind of massive, yes. You know, tipping point is Malcolm Gladwell says a tipping point, uh, which we're we're well over the tipping point now. Yes. But we're still we're still in early adoption phase. <laughs> Uh, You know, when you look at the technology adoption curve, you've got uh, innovators, early adopters, uh, early majority, late majority, and then laggards. We're still in like the mid part, both in the U.S. and worldwide, in the mid part of cryptocurrency adoption, Um, in the midpoint of the early adopters phase. What that tells you is I think there's something between 300 and 400 million uh, worldwide – Yeah. Well, eventually you're going to have six and a half, seven billion people. Yes, that's what I'm talking. I
1: think at least uh, 10 times from here, three to four billion. Just think about how many people have smartphone. All of them will start using it. Like what El Salvador did, we just need 10 more countries in next two years. And like everyone has Shiva wallet installed on their phone in El Salvador now. Right. So that's huge. I think
0: they just—I think I just saw that they're about to roll out. Is it 1,500 Bitcoin ATMs?
1: Yes, yes. It's 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 ridiculous. That's fast how they did it. Like in 60 days, everyone got the wallet installed and everyone had a Bitcoin address. That that's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Is, is. Hey, so, amazing so I'm crazy. gonna throw you a curveball. Uh, you got to take out you know uh, take out your crystal ball and tell us what do you think would be the Bitcoin's value at the end of 2022. <laughs>
0: At end of 2022, man, that's speculation. I mean, yes. you know, I don't think it's going to go down. I think it's going to keep going up. Uh, you know, a lot of it depends on, I think, where the U.S. economy goes. Unfortunately, yes. I think there are some people really messing with the U.S. economy right now intentionally. Um, you got supply chain problems. You mm-hmm. got trucking problems. You got goods problems. You got, uh, you know, I think 60, what is it, 60% or more of the small businesses that shut down during COVID never opened up again. Yeah. So there's a huge economic upheaval going on like I said very similar to tw- to 1920s with the, uh, the Great Depression. So the question is, where does all that go, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, and by the way, for people that don't know, uh, the oil uh, oil has been traded in US dollars since like 1971, 1972.
1: Uh-huh. Since pretty much the gold standard was. <laughs> well, except for <laughs> the last worked, two right?
0: years, except for the yes. last two years, because now China's got their own oil exchange. Yes, they combine, want. So, yes. Uh, so that's that's even on deck. So what's really going to happen? I mean, uh, I, I there are people out there smarter than me, right, around this stuff. Um, And I just watch what they what they say. Sometimes I think they're uh, a little too optimistic. Right. Because you can I rode the hype train, the crypto hype train. You got to be careful to keep your emotions out of it. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me at the end of 22 if it's if it tips over 100 grand. It wouldn't surprise me in a bit if it made it over 100. Uh, I think some people have speculated. I've seen charts that said it might hit. 100 to 250
1: grand. Yeah, so that those charts I don't believe because because what (laughs) happened, right? Uh, The stock to flow creator he has said last year it would be 100 grand, but I think uh, we would definitely hit all time high this year. That's what my thinking is. I may be wrong, but it would definitely go over 65 grand at some point. Yeah, it's gonna
0: it'll it'll cry (laughs) it'll cry back. The the reality is long term. Um, even if central bankers, even if the World Monetary Fund, all these guys really want us to go to crypto, they can't afford for Bitcoin to lose. Yes, because of the the, the mind share. Bitcoin has too much mind share, and most people don't even trust crypto yet. So if you have the number one crypto go belly up anytime yeah, yeah, yeah. in the next five years it all implodes like yes. it all i think it all comes down nobody's going to touch it not even the the not even the pro pro bitcoin guys right. if it folds right. the whole cryptocurrency experiment is i think it would be over so i think that's why it's a safe investment personally just because of the mind uh, you know i think it is i think crypto is part of an agenda a financial agenda worldwide personally um and uh, and i think bitcoin is a key part of that agenda and so that's why it'll be around versus people who say it's you know it's going to go belly up or they don't trust it or whatever i mean i'm just saying it it doesn't take if you can put 10 grand in there and just sit for three to five years all of a sudden you're sitting on a, over a million dollar equivalency like you can't afford not to take that chance
1: nope yeah i agree i agree no this was awesome thank you tony let's take a quick break and after the break we'll go through the same questions i ask every guest you're listening to the wealth matters podcast the wealth matters for more info about what we do, check us out at WealthMatters.com.
0: It's Wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, Matters, M-A-T-R-S,
1: scom Welcome back to Wealth Matters Podcast. Tony shared a lot of golden nuggets about cryptos, as well as he gave an idea about how someone should look at cryptos while they're looking at their overall financial plan, as well as portfolio. Tony, are you ready for fire round? Let's do it. Okay. Would you be changing any business or investment strategy after this pandemic is over?
0: Changing? I think I would just keep going in harder on crypto. I mean, right now I'm going mostly uh, real estate, crypto, real estate, crypto, real estate, crypto. And uh, you just got to figure out what ratio you want. That's, that's my strategy and that's what I'm, I'm going to stick
1: with. That's awesome. Favorite real estate or finance or any other related book other than yours and mine?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, you know, obviously the big one, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich the Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, if you're if you're retraining your brain, if you're early in the stage of thinking about wealth, you gotta you gotta put Robert Kiyosaki up there in the top five, yes, right? I agree. Um, other than that, there's some great guys out there. A young man named Taylor Welch. Uh, oh, okay, I know. In his 30s, he's here in Nashville. I just met him for the first time, but he's mm. uh, got, a, I believe his net worth is over $25 million. Wow. So that makes him, if, if that's correct, that would make him one of the 280,000 richest people in, in the United States. Oh, uh, that's not that's a small amazing. achievement for somebody. Nope, not at that age old. for
1: sure. <laughs>
0: I wish I had done that. I, only, I did it by 40, but then, you know, it's like, ah, I'm not that special. This guy did it by, you know,
1: 28. <laughs> 28, wow. Any tool or website you recommend or you cannot live without.
0: Yeah, um, wow, that's a good question. Um, well, I mean, I, I, you got to do research somewhere, right? And I, yes. I'm an old, I'm an older guy, so I still resort to Coin Market Cap for crypto. Yes, it's it's a great actually. It's a I daily it visit, right? It's like yeah. part of your part of your day. You just got to go there and uh, finance.yahoo.com. Yeah, so <laughs> I probably should be using something else these days. No, CoinMarketCap
1: yeah. Cap is great. Yeah, I, I love it. Any advice for beginner investors?
0: Get going and retrain your mind, man. If you want to, you can. I think the limit is what you imagine. Um, and if you can train your mind to think about every new dollar you get, every dollar you earn is a potential investment. Man, you can do some amazing things with your portfolio and wealth. And not get greedy. Don't get greedy. But think about where can I stick this dollar? I just got this dollar. Where can I put it to where I can multiply it? If you want to be successful with money, you got to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money. And the more you can multiply, the more good you can do. I'm a big believer in um, let's help make some millionaires out there. Millionaires with good hearts are going to make the world a better place.
1: I agree, and that's why my last question: How do you give back?
0: Uh, you find something that you're passionate about, right? So I help out with orphans, uh, and my wife's got writing a book on human trafficking right now. Right now, human trafficking, man, when you learn about it, oh woo, my gosh, it is the it is probably one of the worst things in a, a human history. That's going on right now, and uh, from organ harvesting in some places, yes, yes the, tech,
1: uh, yeah, slavery, all, all it's, sexual it's trafficking. Terrible. It's it's yeah. bad.
0: It's it's the. It, in my opinion, it is the. It is probably the thing that needs to be dealt with and solved. Uh, if you say not for this decade, but you know, hopefully it happens sooner. No, than it's, later. it's got but to be solved. To
1: and and I don't want to talk about it, but I recently watched a Netflix documentary on you know, recently last year. I forgot the name. But said that that's the largest business in the world right now human trafficking. It's the largest business, period. Like Organized seriously? crime. Organized seriously. crime.
0: Just, let, me add, wow. let me just add something to this, too. How can, uh, can something that heinous and that criminally driven and that much that profitability exist? Right. The, answer, the, answer, the answer is very simple. You've got governments. Yeah, leaders that are getting paid off or involved in it. And until we deal with that, yes. we're not going to deal with the world's problems effectively. And I think that's for me, that's a passion about what I, when you say give back. That's why I do the millionaire choice show. That's why I've got written my book is because I believe we got to have more, uh, more people with passion for making humanity better. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and solving these problems, because the people that have the real money at the top right now, they don't really care about those problems. Yep. And we, we've got to be the ones to do it. So we've got to help people build well so that they can then
1: put money towards those problems. Or Man, I, I love it. Guys. I love it. You know, I, I, I am a big believer in giving back and I'm a big believer that we make money to make this world a better place, right? Love so it. You love and I it. think alike. I, I'm looking forward to the book. When your wife finishes, please let me know. I would definitely buy it and, and, and talk about it. Well, thank you so much. How can my listeners reach out to you? Alpesh,
0: it's, uh, it's been a wonderful time on your show. I love the work you're doing. Uh, you can reach me at themillionairechoice.com. Uh, I set aside one hour of my day every day to talk to people who want to talk about money. No charge. It's just a call. I love getting calls from 25-year-olds in Florida and up in uh, New England area. They go, hey, I grew up in a broke family and I just want to talk to somebody about money. And, and so I do that. I'll probably do that for the rest of my life because it's just fun. But themillionairechoice.com and you know, book a free life and money mentor session with me. There's a link on the website.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Tani. Have a great weekend, man.
0: Thanks, Alpesh. Thanks for listening
1: to the Wealth Matters podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too. Have a great week and happy investing.